This is the brand new podcast from The Prolonged Engagement. You can go to theprolongedengagement.com for all links to our social media and all of our podcasting services and our YouTube channel where you can subscribe and watch all the videos and crap. Yeah. All right. So um, if you are uh, returning uh, from our, uh, our old show, The Prolonged Engagement Show, um congratulations thank you for actually staying um because uh what we wanted um if you guys uh didn't see the facebook post from a couple days ago um sarah and i were getting kind of dog tired of just shitting around for like 30 minutes and plus there was four of them a week which that when, when it we, took us two hours to do that show it, fully. Yeah, and and then so they and so it took two hours and then hours upon that to edit and put it all out there and it was just too much. Anyway, and then you know you'd you'd forget about things to uh, to talk about and, mm-hmm. and um and shit like that. And it was just a lot. It was a lot, and it was annoying. And so we decided to go with a more structured show. So we actually wanted to give you stuff like um, like segments. Yep. So stuff that we're going to do every single week. It's going to be similar to... Uh, to so um, we'll have a, a couple things, uh, segments that we will do every single week where we'll talk about... They'll be the same idea, but, of course, about yeah. different things. So... Um, so, uh, we are going to start the show. Bear with us today. Yeah. We're going to start the show with uh, with our games of the week. So, Sarah, what did you play? Oh, uh, last thing I played? You're really or? good at this. Well, shut up. I'm trying to think. Do you want me to say the last thing I played or the thing we played this week? Which what was, was the last thing you played? Splatoon. Is that the same thing as what you were going to say otherwise? No. <laughs> what were you gonna say? You told me I wasn't allowed to talk about the other one, so I wasn't going to. You didn't going play to. Undertale, so therefore Shush! it doesn't count. I'm gonna replay it though. You did not play it this week, so it doesn't no. count. Uh, um, no, yeah, I know. So we played. I pl- we played Splatoon. And that's all, folks. We'll, we'll see you tomorrow. Shut the fuck up. Um, but there's so many problems with that game. Unfortunately. No, it's I. Well, I only had one uh, one issue. One with issue. It. And I thought that you could play. It was mine, because I was playing with the gamepad, and um, if you've never played Splatoon, it's a kids FPS shooter, FP, FPS game. Um, but the problem with it is that they like to use the move controller. It's not an FPS. It's not an FPS. What the hell is Third it? Third person. Third person. Okay. Yeah, it is because it's behind the person. Um, shoot, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Um, so part of the problem, part of the problem with it is that you have to use if you're using the game controller like I was, gamepad. Gamepad. You had to move the gamepad up, up and down. Mm-hmm. To see things. You didn't have to. Well, I didn't I know changed, that you could take I the motion. The I didn't know you could take it off. But they have, of course, but they it was have irritating because it's the fucking Wii U. They have motion controls as oh, default. Cool. So you had to move the gamepad up and down in order to use in order to go up and down, which is worthless. Completely irrational. Especially when it's a game for kids. Because kids are, kids are gonna go like this and miss everything. It's not really. It's not. Splatoon oh. has gotten with the look. The Wii U's Wii U sales have been dismal. Yes. And people aren't buying the Wii U for kids, really. Oh. Um, because there's no games for it. Yeah. Um, so parents are buying the old Wii oh, and for their kids. That's, that's still, you know, anyway. And, and you know that Just Dance still sells best on Wii, right? <laughs> Not Wii U, Wii. That's ridiculous. So there you go. Mm. But the biggest. Then what was your major issue with it? Because Splatoon, obviously. I thought that what you could do is that you could play a oh, online yeah. split I screen. I that. And because the only reason that I wanted to play the damn game was so that we could sit on the couch together and play online and play a normal bout of Splatoon, which is to where you ink your side of the territory and you have to ink more than the other team. Yeah. And it got to the point where I was just, <clears throat> I'm going through playing it, and um, even though I could, you know, attach my controller to it and whatever, it wouldn't, it wouldn't let me uh, the play the online match. It would only let you play this one-on-one match, which mm-hmm. is not the same. It's not a regular Splatoon game. It's you have this, to hit balloons. You have to the pop sky. these balloons, and. Um, it just didn't, and there's also some some of the guns in there, like the paint roller gun, that you can't even use, use in that arena because the balloons are up in the air, mm-hmm. and the paint roller gun is on the ground. Yeah, it has no range to it. So there you go. But the uh, the traversal of that game is fantastic. That was the wind, wasn't it? Yes, it was. <laughs> I heard that through my headphones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, we are braving uh, uh, hashtag what? Blizzard 2016, so. Snowmageddon. Snowmageddon. Hashtag Snowmageddon 2016. Hashtag Winter Storm Jonas 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that was that was my issue with the with Splatoon. But otherwise, I, I thought the actual... The actual gameplay on it for for the online, I think, it's is really good. Is really really captivating, and um, I didn't play enough of it though. Yeah, but I can't I can't freaking use that gamepad. It's impossible. I know you hate it. It's impossible. The I pro like controller is okay, but the those stinking um, analog sticks are in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. So I, I still can't that. get around that. They should not be above 
your above the the uh, the buttons, the A B X Y buttons. They should yeah. be the they should. I would be even be okay if it was set up like an Xbox controller. Yeah. You know, even though I'm used to the PS4 controller where mm-hmm. both of them are below. Anyway. Speaking of PS4, <sighs> I was playing. I'm I am currently on my uh, on my quest for uh, the Fallout 4 uh, Platinum Trophy. Um, it's like the quest gotten, of the Holy Grail. I've gotten what ninety one percent of them or something. Ninety percent of the trophies of the trophies. Yeah. Yeah, and um, so I'm only left with the trophies for the railroad the trophies for the institute and the benevolent uh leader trophy which is uh, where you have to get one of your settlements up to 100 percent happiness which is impossible it's not impossible yeah i think it's impossible i ended up just after like spending hours and hours and hours and hours of just sitting there waiting for the waiting for happiness to go up i was like fuck it i'm just gonna you know, go try and try the other trophies, which means that I would that I had to go back to an older save. Um, and with that, so I I uh, when because my playthrough I went through with the Brotherhood of Steel. Yeah. Um. But uh, I I made one I made one save just because it it told me it said if you do this you will become a you will become a enemy of an enemy of the institute and so i'm like eh, i should probably make a save now so i mean i th- so i i did make a save there but as stupid as i was i did not make a save for the enemy before uh before um spoiler alert spoiler alert spoiler alert. i will wave my hands like this after the spoiler alert is done Okay. okay. I did not make a save before um, before I brutally uh, murdered the uh, the the railroad. <laughs> so I had to go back to. So I had to go back to. Um, Is that our new spoiler? Yeah, that's our new spoiler alert. So, <laughs> so at the beginning, we have to wave our hands. And at the end, we have to wave our hands if yeah, we're talking you know, spoilers. <laughs> sorry for for you, for you guys listening on uh, on podcasting services. I'm sorry. You're screwed. I'm sorry. You won't be able to see it if you're if you're listening on an iPhone. You could have just hit the uh, 15 seconds forward, and that probably would have done it for you. But um, anyway, I had not made a save, but I did make a a random quick save yeah. that I hadn't used, and um, it so happened to be on level 21. And granted. When I finished the game, I was at level 52. That's a long time. So, um, so yeah. Anyway, but, um, because I had, because I had figured out a lot of things on my, I, when I finished the game, I went through and I did a bunch of the other side quests that I hadn't done. Mm -hmm. Um, like, uh, the Silver Shroud one and, uh, I went and got all the other companions and whatnot, and um, I found out that I love Curie. She is fantastic. She's an, she's like the only companion that I've seen that actually uh, does good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, will actually kill somebody. 
Um, so I went, so when I, uh, when I went back to the, the old save, I was like, man, I don't have any of my, in my guns that I have and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wait a minute though. There's a really, really awesome gun in, in vault 81. I'm going straight there first. I'm going to pick up my favorite companion and I'm going to get my favorite gun. I was like, this will be all good. Once I've done that, um, it, the second, the second time through, I've just been blazing through it because I've been able to kill people so much more easily. Yeah. Um, which makes sense due to that gun. I'm like, Oh God, if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's called, um, overseer's guardian. It's a combat rifle and it's in vault 81. If you haven't gotten that thing, go get it. It's great. Ugh. Freaking great. Um, it shoots one extra projectile. So it's literally like double the damage of a regular, uh, uh combat rifle. But, um, yeah, so I'm gonna go with the uh, I'm gonna go with the railroad this time, and then um, the institute. And then I think is what I'll do is um, I'll make a save before I can before I continue with the railroad, and I'll go with the institute on this turnaround instead of going back to the old save that I had, mm. uh, because with this I'm leveling up differently because I am just focusing on the trophies this time around and not the other things. Yeah. Uh. So um. I think I'll go back to my priors to my save where I've totally leveled up and I'll go back that for, for a benevolent leader. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, for the other four trophies, I think I'm going to stick with this playthrough. Okay. Actually. So, um, that should be, that should be fun. All right. Next on the list. So we have decided to do, um, a, a weird, a weird news slash dumb crime segment. <laughs> Uh, we thought that this would be pretty, uh, pretty Funny. interesting. So, uh... Go news now! We'll figure it out. If you guys have an idea, go ahead and they just heard comment it. below. They just heard what I, what I did. Okay. Okay. So. Oh, don't let me forget. What? We have to do that. What? The thingy asking them for help. Yeah, at the end. Okay. Okay. So, uh... Because I know I'll forget. All right, so Sarah, um, yeah. if you encounter a wild predatory bird, what do you think would be the last thing that you would do to that predatory bird? Last thing I would do? What would be the last thing that you think that you would do to a, a, a predatory bird? <laughs> Mount it and try to ride it. <laughs> that is a great <laughs> Great, great answer, but I was looking for give it a big wet kiss. <laughs> Why? Which animal? Which which bird? The emu or the um? No, a wild. I said a wild predatory bird, like a hawk. Like a hawk. Yeah, oh. like a like a red-tailed hawk. Oh, I was thinking like emu ostrich. No, this is a um. This is actually a falcon. And um, uh, oh, it's a, it's a it's of the falcon uh, falcon family uh, falcon family. It's a it's a kestrel. Oh, okay. So they're not very big. So no, they're not very big at all. They're about the size of I don't know basketball, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. So they're not all that big. Uh, tell me where this happened. Florida. Dead on. <laughs> Dead on. <laughs> Let me just tell you my plan for this. I know 90% of it. Anything stupid 
is from Florida. So it says that um, the uh, the guy got a uh, a huge chunk of his lip ripped out uh, ripped off of his face as he tried to lay a smackaroo on the male kestrel and it was a male male uh-huh so uh, oh the, my God. the man whose name has not been released uh had good intentions um, no he didn't because he was a dumbass but uh rick shabuti executive pro- uh, director of uh, palm harbor based animal rescue group uh suncoast animal league Uh, told the Huffington Post that after seeing the kestrel in his yard and noticing the bird didn't fly away when he approached it, the man feared the bird was injured. He took it inside um, and finding finding that he was acting strangely calm, thought he would turn his new feathered friend into a pet. The bird said... (laughs) The bird sat there and, and, uh, and acted tame and he's like, well, it really likes me, Shibuti said. Uh, but Shibuti said that uh, he suspects the bird, which had no immediately visible injuries, was in a daze from flying into a window or some sort of other head injury. Wild Probably. An- wild animals, he said, will sometimes act bizarrely tame following an injury, only to go back to their old selves once they recover. And kill the shit out of people who are stupid. I think it was the bird's first kiss, Shibuti said. <laughs> this is just a, I swear to God. Is this a joke? So this is, uh, this is uh, in the, uh, the Tampa Bay. Oh, Tampa uh, Bay. In the okay. Tampa Bay uh, area. So oh, can't, God. Take that, can't take that too seriously, can you? But um, here's, a, here's the, uh, the picture of the kestrel here. See, that's a gorgeous bird. And I'll show it to you guys on the. Uh, Absolutely gorgeous bird. All right. Why the hell would you think to kiss it? Other, uh, other than that. So, another question for you. Um, if you were trying to steal a python, um, how would you steal it? I'd probably get, like, a pillowcase or something. But I know, I just know that someone is stupid, in Florida, nonetheless, put it down their pants. You are exactly correct. <laughs> because... Python thief snuff <laughs> stuffs snake down pants. <laughs> However, this was not in Florida. This was oh. actually in Portland, Oregon. Why would you? A snake thief smuggled a two-foot python from a Portland <laughs> pet store by stuffing it down his pants. The so- only reason I thought that was I, I was like, okay, if it's a dude, mm-hmm. I would like it would look impressive. They said, uh, thankfully, it was not feeding day, is what they were saying. <laughs> so, um, uh, so Sergeant Greg Stewart said that no arrests have been made in Friday's theft, theft uh, but uh, Kristen Bajigan, an you owner of butchering these names. A to Z Pet Store, and video surveillance has helped viewers and police detectives identify a suspect, and she expects to have the snake return soon. Who know, uh, we know who did it, she said Monday. We know where he lives. We know where he works. We know all about him and his girlfriend. We're just waiting to get our snake back. <sighs> the, uh, the snake is a black, pas- uh, black pastel. Pastel? 
I, I don't know if it's pastel or pastel. I don't know. Black pastel um, ball python, and it sells for two hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, Picture. He said we usually have a cheap price. Usually they uh, usually they go for about four hundred. She says. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Ball pythons are not cheap. Thirty. Uh, here we go. Oops, I do not have the. Steal a two hundred dollar <laughs> python by stuffing it down the front of his pants. The reptile enthusiast was caught red-handed as he tried to trouser snake a black pastel ball python right under the watchful eye of a pet store surveillance camera. Yeah, there pet it is. Pet store owner Mulan mm-hmm. commented on the attempted shoplifter. He's lucky. <laughs> it's lucky it wasn't feeding day. Yeah. So. Also, our internet is not working all that great today mm. because of Jonas. Because of her of uh, Winterstorm Jonas. So, um, last one. Hmm? Do you have another one? No, that was our uh, that was our weird thing. But we I do, do have three. Re- I think. Okay, I uh, I agree. We'll probably get more than more than two. Yeah, I think three. Three is a good number. Three or four. I think oh four would be good. Four might be good. Maybe too weird, too stupid. Yes, that would be pretty good. I like that one. I like that idea. All right. I so, love you. I love you too. Anyway, ah, oh, son of a shit. bitch. <sighs> I set you up for it too. Say it again. I love you. I know. There you go. All right. So, uh, other thing on the list was so um, after after our news, we're gonna do like a sort of topic of the show. Now, what my idea for this is that. Um, I'd like to get, uh, topics from y'all from our subscribers and our, and our uh, people who comment on the videos or write us an email or, you know, uh, tweet at us or Facebook or, or whatever, and just say, and that's Hey, the plan. Hey, this is, this is what I want you guys to talk about. And I would really, really enjoy doing that. Um, but for today, I found out something that is totally, um, totally awesome. And, um... Undertale-related cough-cough? What? Nothing. It's not Undertale-related. Son of a bitch. Why would he be Undertale-related? Because Undertale's like the best. A Fallout New Vegas dev is interesting in doing a Fallout 4 follow-up. So this is a, uh... So this is a, um... A developer from Obsidian, which did, uh, Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. And so they were thinking of, uh, taking the, um... Uh the engine from fallout 4 and creating a a spin-off yeah sort of like the, what they did with uh, new vegas and fallout 3 um the guy says that uh if they were to do that um they said that fallout 4's engine um uh may uh, end up taking longer to develop um mm-hmm. meaning a a 2018 release date uh could be uh could Looked be in at- play um but uh um the guys at obsidian said that bethesda has always has always uh, been up for it and uh many people are actually really really excited to see obsidian's uh, return to the wasteland um i know i would be i'm telling you because i think that new vegas is actually a better game than the fallout 3 well i agree with you on that and because it had more life to it. Well, I also which thought is weird that, for a, um, a a a game about the end of the world. Well, um, 
my big thing with Vegas was that because uh, um, you had these uh, you had these factions in um, you had these factions in in Fallout Three like uh, like the Enclave and the Brotherhood of Steel and Raiders and all that good stuff, but you can never become uh, friends with them. Yeah, you know, or like uh, get on their good graces. Whereas New Vegas really changed that. So they had many different factions in there. So you had the Brotherhood of Steel. You had um, the Strip. Mm-hmm. You had things like the Kings and um, and uh, Caesar's Legion and the Powder Gangers. And like even even some of the different towns had, yeah. had different things. So like... Good Springs, you could become, you know, legendary in Good Springs and Novak and, um, and, uh, uh, what's the other place? Uh, Red Rocket. What? Red Rocket? Wasn't there a rocket? What? Yeah, outside of Novak. Yeah. Yeah, with the ghouls that thought that they were going off to the. No. What are you talking about? There was a rocket and it sold like little plush. No, it wasn't a rocket. It was a dinosaur. Yeah, that's Novak. Oh, that's Novak. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so I that, that's but see that's um, and then so y- you could like if you wore uh, oh duh NCR shit I was yeah. trying to figure out which of the big NCR and Caesar's Legion anyway um anyway the. NCR is the one that you ended up cho- 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 well, I could have choosing, I, and um, I yeah, I've played <laughs> New Vegas uh, quite a few times, and uh, never have I gone with uh, with Caesar's Legion. I may want to do that one at one mm-hmm. point. I don't think you do. Just uh, I don't think you do. Well, I want to go with it just to say that I did. But that's like playing Undertale and going genocide to say you did. Okay, but I'm going with the uh, Institute in Fallout 4 to say I did. Yeah, same thing. But, uh... Sorry. <laughs> I will slip. There's, but, <laughs> Until and I'm that's also, that's it. also the other thing that I have with Fallout 4. It's like, you can become, um, you're, you, yes, you can become enemies of the Brotherhood of Steel. Yes, you can become enemies of the railroad and whatnot. Um, but you, if you go with, uh, you know, if you go with one of the factions, you're going to have to take the other two out. Yes. I mean, it's a, it's a, that is how the game ends. The game ends with. Isn't that a spoiler? Fuck it. It's been two, it's been what, two months? Come on. Anyway. Uh. I don't know why I spoiled it before. Whatever. Anyway, the uh, fuck all of you. Anyway, so the um, I've lost it. I fucking lost it. We're over. It's no. done. Throwing it in the Potomac. Oh, <laughs> I'm just gonna take it outside and watch it freeze over in the blizzard now, because uh, this has just gone to hell in the handbasket. Because I can't speak anymore. It's all your fault. <laughs> Mess it up. Yeah, what's your fault? <laughs> oh, that's your fault, not mine. No, it's yours. But I wish there was more things like that in uh, in Fallout Four yeah. that you could sit there and say. Um, and granted, you can all you can have these settlements to where you know they all they all say, "Hey, we're we're part of the Minutemen and whatnot." And see, but you know, but 
what I liked about Fallout 4 was the karma. Oh, in New Vegas in 3, you mean? Mm-hmm. It was karma? Karma. Um, you have some of that. But not as much. Like, yeah. there's not a karma meter. There's either. no karma meter, no. Where if you do good things, good things come back. If you do bad, bad, blah, blah. But I like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that Like, that's... where your choices matter. I like that. Yeah. Um, granted, your choices matter in Fallout 4 as well. I know, but I mean, they so... matter uh, a lot. Even though the outcome is still the same. Mm-hmm. You know. Then the outcome of New Vegas was the same. Even though, like, at the end it said, your karma was never a, 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 a thing never in a the thing. ending of it. Yeah, true. So it just um, is all depending on how you played and what. Yeah. If you wanted to p- finish with positive karma or not. Uh, oh, oh, there was certain perks yeah. that came with perks karma. Perks that would open up based upon good or bad karma. That's right. That's right. There were certain perks. Which... Screw that, because I like the perk chart in Fallout 4 way I liked, more than yes, I, I like that in, in New Vegas. And, and but, like, I would really like it, like, okay, so say if you go through a settlement mm-hmm. and it's all raiders. Mm-hmm. So you wipe them all out. Yeah. So you go to the next town mm-hmm. and they're just people. Yeah. But they heard the story about you killing people. Uh-huh. And they're scared of you? And they're scared of you. Oh. And how would that affect the game? When you could honestly have talked it out over here, and then they would like you more. Oh, I don't know. Like, but you see what I mean? That seems to be a little... But, but, if, but if you're killing raiders, though, I don't, I don't do see anybody... Do people like raiders at all? People hate raiders. Okay. They're like the, they're like the pieces of shit of, okay. the, of the wasteland. No one likes them. I was almost going to so, say something political. I need so to keep keeping, my mouth shut. So, so keeping the keeping the raiders, you know, killing all the raiders is never going to hurt anything. Okay. Just like killing super mutants. No one cares. Okay. What about ghouls? No one cares if you kill ghouls either. Not feral ghouls. Ghouls. Oh, ghouls people care about because ghouls are just like humans. They're just, you know, ugly and live for a long time. Yeah. But like... But everyone loves it when you kill ferals. Yeah. Just as everyone ki- loves but it like, when you kill raiders But, like, and I mean, like, I feel like to put that in there would give it more depth. Now, if to you... To give you more depth to there your are, own there character. Are, well, there are things of where you go to the settlements and they go, oh, we have a problem with raiders. Can you please take him out? And then that settlement then says, hey, well, we like you and we're going to become Minutemen now because you've taken out the raiders and the feral ghouls. And the super mutants. But, like, you know what I mean? What? Like, how that would actually affect you in real life. What would? Like, I just find if it would you, be- If you go around and you literally have, and you look at your pit boy and it says that you've killed 1,046 uh, Pe- humans. Yeah. And people are like, oh my god, he's a damn serial killer? He, he, yeah. Yeah. Like, that would just be interesting. It would be. I don't think it would make for good gameplay. Probably wouldn't for the Fallout series or mm. uh, a game like that. Yeah. But for other ones, it works. It's like a. It's also like Uncharted when you play that game and you're mm-hmm. just like, oh my god! You look at Nathan Drake and he's literally a mass murderer. Yes. He just kills. Everybody. I mean, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, especially on brutal mode yeah. when you play it that way. And there's only like five thousand people. Yeah. And you kill them all. But you know what I mean, like how that would affect yeah 
No, no, I get you. I get you. Like that'd be interesting to me. But I'm interested to see what um, if uh, if this is an actual thing, mm-hmm. and um, what they'll do, and uh, and what they'll do. Uh, I'd like to see them go back to uh, NCR territory, especially mm-hmm. since they brought it into Fallout Four. Oh, they did. Yeah. Did I show you that one? No. Well, because Kellogg came from the NCR. Oh, that's right. Yes, 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 yes. You mm-hmm. did show me that. So. Okay. Kellogg, he, yeah, when you go into his, when you go into his memories, he talks about the NCR. And yeah, and being part he, of that. Yeah, he I grew up that. in Shady Sands. He moved to San Francisco. And, yep. Because the NCR is all over California, so. Yep. But anyway. And then he came to the Commonwealth and all that good shit. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I think this was pretty good for uh, the first uh, first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know in the comments if you guys like uh, if you guys if like you guys this like better. This. If, uh, if you don't, please don't tell me. <laughs> He's already like archived the old stuff. Um, yeah, you can get to the um, if you if you're on uh, if you're on YouTube uh, they're all still there. I didn't take them down or anything. Um, they're all uh, they're still all there. Yeah. Um, you can watch all the old, all the old shitty shows. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but if you were listening to the show on podcasting services such as iTunes or Stitcher or Player FM or Pocket Casts, uh, you will no longer get that get that old show. Yeah, it will. It's not there anymore. It's completely gone. Um, I went ahead and I I switched it. I switched it over um to, to the uh the to the one. to this show um so but if uh, if you want to listen to the uh the mp3 versions um they're on the website i now have an archive yeah um link on there that has all the shows exactly the way that they were yeah um so feel free to look uh, it up on there and the last thing that we really wanted to talk to you guys about mm-hmm. um is kyle and i are starting a new thing we want to start a new, uh, like a animated series type thing, mm-hmm. but um, we were gonna call it um, meetings with God. Meetings with God, and we have this cool little idea um, where we would record our voices and pretend to be God and uh, and the archangels, and um, but uh, we wanted it to be an animated thing. We thought it would be much funnier. Um, so, uh, if any of you are animators or could animate, or, uh, um, we or know not, someone that would be very interested in this, we will not pay you. We can't pay you we right now. We can't pay you, but, but, um, you your get, name will be on the project. Yeah, you'll get, you'll get full credit for all of the animation. And we'll even put um, your name on the website as our animator. Yeah. We'll, we'll put you in the, in the crew uh, section of the website and say that you're our that you are the prolonged engagements uh, official animator and um you know this may be uh you know if you're a a college student and want a um what's it uh something in your portfolio or this not, would be a great idea yeah i thought that that would be a pretty decent idea for you to for you to try and do that and that would be uh that would be pretty fun um, other than that, uh, please check out the, the prolongedengagement.com. That's where you can find the links to all of our social media and links to uh, YouTube and, uh, and iTunes and Stitcher and Pocket Cast and Player <laughs> FM and hopefully uh, all of our podcasts. Hopefully uh, Google Play. It's going to be on there soon. Um, yeah. Whenever they uh, finally unleash their uh, podcast um, services. 
service. They already have it to where it's, I've already submitted it, mm-hmm. um, but they haven't released a podcast section of, of Google Play yet. So oh, okay. I'm still I'm still waiting on that one yet. But um, yeah, guys, uh, go to uh, youtube.com slash the prolonged engagement show and there you can uh, like and subscribe a bunch of videos. Yeah. And as always, we will be here on Mondays at 12 noon. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. I love you. I know. It's the motherfucking Eagle Double G. Snoop Dogg. You know what happened with the D R E.